our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Welcome to Girls That Invest. Today's Monday, which means we're bringing you Money Confessions, a weekly series where you tell us your deepest, darkest money secrets or hot takes. You're joined today by Sim and Sonia, two best friends who have a lot to say. Let's get into it. Hey, Sonia. Hi, Sim. I have to say I'm really loving Money Confessions. Are you? Yeah. Some people, they're just... So off. Oh my god. Okay, well, that was an interesting thing to say about like the people that send in information to us about their deepest no, secrets. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Let me elaborate. When I say off, I mean like you know sometimes you you hear about opinions and experiences and you're like oh yeah I've heard that before and like very distantly you can match it with an experience that you've had or like similar to an experience that you've had but some people like with their takes and their situations and their experiences like wow I've never heard that before like it makes me think it honestly does okay I get what you mean this week's money confession though is one that is a little bit juicy and quite applicable to a lot of maybe younger day experiences, or for some of us, we might be going through it right now. Hi, Sim and Sonia. I would love your help with this money confession. I'm in a flatting situation with one other person, and we are both in our 30s. We're very lucky to have the place with a lot of space. We have our own bathroom, our own bedrooms, all on different floors. And I've now been in a relationship for a, a year, and my partner comes over two to three nights a week. My flatmate has asked my boyfriend to start contributing to the house, given that he's now been around for a year and it's only fair that he makes a contribution to home expenses. To make my position clear, I'm okay with this request. I have been the single one when this happens and though normally four to five nights was my limit on a boyfriend staying and this is when we had one bathroom, my issue is now the logic behind it and the amount. The flatmate claims that he's half a flatmate, he's shared in spaces and should contribute to the bills. The amount suggested was between $65 to $90 per week and I think that this is unreasonable. Generally he stays in the weekends but often works weekends so he leaves around 8 to 9 a.m. And when we do have a weekend day together, we are often out of the house for a large chunk of the day. Yes, he does shower there, he charges his phone. I'm aware that he has been conscious of all of this, but I don't think what he's doing would equate to $90 a week, though I am in the city that has no separate water bill. 
He's currently back at his home at the moment and hasn't been feeling super comfortable to stay with his parents. There's so much more context I could add, but I suppose essentially what I'm wondering is, or what my confession is, what is the most reasonable amount of money that he should be paying, and am I the unreasonable one in this flatting situation? Listening with open ears, even if it is a hard thing to swallow, thank you so much, I really appreciate it, and I love listening to the show. Also, she said, happy for you to paraphrase, and not that I've ever heard you use a person's name, but if this is chosen, please don't use my name. Don't worry, girl, we will not share. (laughs) She then puts her name down the bottom. I was just about to say it, but we have a lot of thoughts on this one, and I'm saying that not because we've heard this before, but there's just, Sonia's flattered before. I have flattered before. Partners of our (laughs) flatmates, I'm sure, have been at some point involved or we have friends where like this has come up you go first I think I know the answer that is expected from me based on my track record of how I've spoken about these things in the past but it's a new year it's a new Sonia I'm gonna switch it up but this is also what I genuinely believe what do you genuinely believe I don't think that this person that's writing to us is being unreasonable here's my line of thinking they're seven nights a week. Okay. <laughs> Groundbreaking. They stay for two to three nights. And she's made it clear that partner doesn't stay all day, every day. So it's like two to three nights, not two to three days and nights. If he's just coming over after work and sleeping over and he has a shower like once a week, that definitely does not equate to half the bills or half the flatmate do you know what i mean i mm. if he was there if he was staying over all day every day for three nights a week and he was showering and he was like working from the flat and you know he somewhat treated it as his own flat and he like brought like friends over or whatever then i think that's a different conversation but i don't think a shower a week or staying and charging your phone like overnight when you like stay at someone's house. I don't think that equates to half the rent. I definitely do think if they're at a point where he comes over every single week without fail for two to three nights and they do stay sometimes over weekends and he is having a shower, I definitely think he should contribute, but I don't think it's half. Mm. But this then begs the question is how do you divvy up the costs and how do you split that up you're like yeah one shower in my head is like two (laughs) dollars you know or five dollars like that I feel like it gets really complicated to like what's the word when you're nitpicking oh like I'm splitting hairs so yeah while I am in agreement that he should be contributing a little bit or maybe he can contribute like by if you and your flatmate are comfortable like with the chores as well as well as monetary things but I I don't think it's half I think 60 to 90 dollars for like a shower a week and two to three nights a week is insane for business owners every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card it's the culmination of your hard work dedication and commitment to your customers that's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments introducing tap to pay on iPhone powered by Stripe 
Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it, from local pop-ups to global retailers, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible, with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So, how can Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple. Increased revenue, expanded reach, and enhanced customer experience. It's a win-win-win. To learn more about how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. Okay, I, I hear you. So, you're thinking that at the end of the day, he's actually not there enough for it to be $9 a week, basically. But do you think he should pay something? Oh, yeah, but I don't know if it would be even an elaborate amount or if he should... Okay, here's where I'm coming from. I'm listening. I think that I would go back to your flatmate and just have a conversation around... I don't think this is particularly fair. This is how much he's realistically in the apartment. If you feel comfortable and you have energy to figure out how much one shower a week costs, but it sounds so condescending. When you say it, how do you do it? Sim, tell me. It's your turn now. It's my turn. turn. I didn't realize we had turns. But you know what? We probably have to. The way that we talk, we need like, you know when people, when they have conversations, and they have to hold like a baton and it's like, no, it's your turn to speak. We need that in our friendship. Otherwise, we just like yeah. speak over each other. Someone once commented, they were like, oh, like sometimes in the podcast, it feels very like Sonia talks and you talk and Sonia talks. And I was like, we have to do that because otherwise no one. What do you want us to talk over each other? Like we will not get a word said. A sentence will not be formed for the girls that invest community. This is how I view it. And I have to say it's more from my cultural experience than it is from my financial lens. And that is that it is just so abnormal for me to ask for someone to contribute more in this way. But at the same time, I see where they're coming from. And I think like that's my cultural experience. I think if I was flooding and my flatmates had like partners coming for me, I just don't think I could have it in me to ask regardless of my financial situation. Obviously I haven't like when I started working, like it wasn't doing so well and and so forth, but I can't do it. I can't be like, Hey, you have someone staying over three nights a week. They should pay more. But if someone else is bringing this up to me, let's say, I think it's fair to pay. I think you I have to understand that like, I'm bringing someone in and this person is taking up resources of the flat. Like they should be paying. I agree. Three nights a week. Let's just say that they do stay half of the time in the flat. They like shower. This is how I just view it. Like if they're having their own food, then like, mm, I don't think food should be included. If they're showering and using electricity, like the electricity bill of a flat is like we used to put in utilities for four of us, $30 each. And so if he's paying for utilities in like a flat of two people, I think $50 a week is like a fair amount for him covering his lighting, his showering, the fact that there's just like an extra person there. But I don't think that he should be paying more than that. And maybe like 
there's a level of understanding that the flatmates should have because I think the first flatmate, she's put up with us for a year of letting him stay for free and clearly she's seen yeah. some like increase or I don't think she's unreasonable to say, hey. It's not coming out of nowhere. It's not coming out of nowhere. He's done it for a year. Clearly this guy's staying around. And so like if it's going to be like a long-term thing, cost of living is higher, especially if you live in certain countries. Some of my friends in the UK, their like electricity bill doubled one month and then doubled the month after that. So it's terrible. So I think it's fair to ask him to pay. I think $90 a week is too much. Just based off like the numbers I'm thinking of, I think $50 a week is fair. And at the point where you would start to like argue between numbers, he's not paying for food because obviously guys, you're just covering that yourselves. He's just paying for electricity and the water. And the rent is like he's not using an extra bedroom he's staying in that other girl like his partner's mm-hmm. bedroom but he is using communal space so i get that so i feel like communal space and utilities is all he's covering and he shouldn't be paying 90 dollars a week that's too much for three days yeah i was honestly gonna say lower oh really so i am flighting at the moment and my flatmate has a partner who i love and like I agree with you from a cultural standpoint and also just common sense to a certain point where I wouldn't charge my flatmate's partner for like staying a few nights a week. But I think I would feel more comfortable with the 20 to $30 amount because if you're expecting someone to put in half, so like 60 to $90, then they also should have some level of privileges around the flat as well if i'm paying 90 dollars a week to stay somewhere then who's to say that i can't open that up to having like the living room be a communal space but inviting a few of mutual friends over or watching tv or like taking it to a certain extent because i'm paying that amount like 20 to 30 i feel like is reasonable for the amount that this person's partner stays and uses resources they can be helpful in other ways where if like garbage is piling up or if dishes are Mm. piling up and like doing chores around the house I think that would be great because again he's in the flat he's using resources like 30 might be a stretch actually yeah but if your flatmate is bothered to actually get those numbers up because, again, as to echo what Sim said before, she's clearly noticed a pattern over the past year and she's just now felt comfortable to bring it up, then maybe just diving a little bit deeper into that conversation when you say that 60 to 90 is a little bit ridiculous for the amount that he does stay. But, yeah, might shock some people with my response. I think it's fair to, honestly, with sit down with her Break down your like utility bills and your water bills. I guess water falls into utility. Chuck on an extra like 20 for the fact that he's just like taking up space in the place. And then that's like the number <laughs> I'd go for. At that stage, you might as well move out and find like another flat to live together if you're paying like 90 or over 90. Right? Yeah. Like if you're paying $90 for three days a week, like, yeah, round it up, get a place together. Like at what point... It's three nights. (laughs) But when someone says three nights, that's really four days. Like, that's more than half the week then. Yeah, but if he's just sleeping over, then he goes to work the next day. And, he like, if he leaves the house, seven, comes at, like, eight, like, after work, seven to eight, 
paying into it. I don't know what this person does or what the commute is like or what they actually do. But the person that wrote to us was very specific. True, true. Okay. So I think as far as money confessions go, this was a good one. I think it is so stressful and frustrating to be in this position where like you don't want to feel like you're being pulled on two different sides, but you have two different people, have two different needs. Obviously you enjoy and care for your flatmate. Like you live together. That person has a role in your life. So does this partner that you've had for over a year And it's hard to be in the position in the middle where you feel like you've got to deliver one of them bad news. So we do empathize. But if you have a money confession that you want to share on the show and you want our hot takes or our advice on it, let us know. Send us a DM or message us at hello at girlsthatinvest.com and you may just be featured in next week's episode. Until next time, Sonia. Until next time, Sim. Bye. Bye. And as always, to finish off with our disclaimer, Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence.